The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded June 1st, 2019. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Cartel Madras is a hip-hop duo made up of sisters Contra and Avoshi. They were born in southern India, then immigrated to Canada and put down roots in Calgary, Alberta. After writing rhymes separately for many years, they decided to come together to form Cartel Madras. As a hip-hop duo, they've been around for only a short time, but have managed to explode onto the music scene. They script rhymes that can make you laugh while making you think, and take aim at intolerance with a fury that's hard to ignore. I was lucky enough to have them visit the Cups and Cake studio a few weeks before their big announcements of getting signed to Sub Pop Records and also that they'd be moving away from Calgary. In the next 40 minutes, we discuss all of that and much, much, much more. So please sit back and enjoy my interview with Cartel Madras. Uh, let's start with the intros so the people listening can get to know your voices. I'm a Boshi and I am Contra and we are the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> and you actually both sound alike. This yes, is true. We, we do have similar voices. We do. I will be coughing more during this interview, so you'll know it's me, Contra. <laughs> I just won't sound sick. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll be sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, we have a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, new and very exciting chapters are beginning for Cartel Madras. But before we get into that, uh, um, just in case anyone out there has never heard of you guys, because you are a young band, two years, I think, you since you formed, something like that, I right? I guess so. Yeah, basically, basically like two years since we formed. Yeah. formed. Yeah, and it's been a little over a year since we started performing. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, can we maybe talk about the beginning uh, of the idea to start putting your your rhymes to, to beats and and how you kind of grew with the idea of using trap music and all that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like we started writing specifically rap and hip-hop a long time before, but we were writing independently and we would show each other our stuff and yeah. be like, yo, check out this track blah 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 and then like we got to a point where we were sort of going back and forth with music and we were like maybe we should write something together maybe we should like put some of this out see how it goes Mm -hmm. and then like we I think like we put a couple of like solo tracks on SoundCloud yeah and like I should really delete those because those are (laughs) terrible yeah (laughs) yeah and then in 2017 we were like yo let's like do this let's do it right Let's mm-hmm. give it a whirl. Yeah. <laughs> and that whirl became the life. Basically. <laughs> I mean, 2017 was when I would say it was really clear that Instagram was like a vehicle to start your business. Yeah. People were doing it, but yeah. I think in 2017, everyone was like, I think this is like our new office. And we were like trying to figure out what platform to launch on. And like we needed one where we could release music, release videos, release pictures. And gather a following. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. like, Instagram is the best for all of that. So we were like, let's start with Instagram. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
And Instagram has been very good to you. You guys got a, a ton of followers. Yeah. Instagram has been lit. Instagram has been very yeah. good. Very good. And it's, yeah. it's a nice way to sort of like tease ideas in music that isn't like you're not really super married to it. Because yeah. now we're extremely married to everything. But at the beginning, there's stuff that like cannot be found anymore because yeah. <laughs> we were like, we're going to take this a different direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once we sort of figured out what we wanted to be doing with the music we were making, we were pretty clear on like what our aesthetic is going to be, what the vibe of our page is going to be like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Nice. Um, okay. Your sound, you guys have coined the term Gunda rap. Uh, first off, what is Gunda and what are the lyrical and musical characteristics that you're trying to associate with this moniker? Gunda rap is, so Gunda is a term that exists in India. And, and Pakistan and, and Bangladesh. Pa- yeah, so yeah. like amongst the Desi community, as we would call it. Okay. But specifically in the South India, like specifically where we're from, which is Tamil Nadu, um, Gunda is, you know, a word for like thug, gangster, rowdy. So we really needed a word which would represent us because I think we, we are rappers and we're in a genre that in some ways at the beginning it's like we were like in a way we're guests to it because this is black music that's what rap and hip-hop is yeah but our stories as gangster as they sound it didn't sound right to be like we're gangster rap even though i mean you could say we're gangster rap we're trappers yeah but we needed something that was a bit more personal and a bit more reflective of our story and our narrative and that's kind of where gunda rap began cool yeah yeah so you guys use trap for your beats, and I was really curious. You're starting to see a lot more more uh, rappers using trap for their beats um, in recent years. Mm-hmm. What drove you like to to that that style of music? So I would definitely say that like we're in a nice rhythm right now of like making new music to trap, house, funk, passion grime yeah those are definitely like where we mm-hmm. draw most of our influence from and what we want to do with our music what drew us to that was mostly wanting to create music that we would listen to yeah mm-hmm. because we know who we like we know what we like listening to and we know definitely what we don't like listening to and anytime we're at risk of sounding like something we don't want to sound like we can tell right away and we usually correct it and so what that means for us is we tend to like lean more towards the trap sound yeah. at least in like it's called trapistan so that's like mm-hmm. pretty self-explanatory yeah but before that some of the demos that we were releasing and some of the stuff that we were putting on soundcloud that um is now gone yeah because it was really not the look yeah but um we were exploring this area of hip-hop that was it's more typically associated with women in hip-hop where yeah. you can rap but there's also got to be hooks and melodies and you probably have to sing a bit yeah and it'll be a bit softer and people will usually like jam out to it by like smoking weed or playing it in their car at night yeah mm-hmm. instead of like throwing bones in a pit and that's what we wanted to make our sound because that's what we were really feeling that's where our lyrics go and mm-hmm. all of the stuff that we were writing but not putting out at the time before Trapistan was all stuff to like 
rage out to. Yeah. So we were like, okay, bin the R and B. That's not who we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not what we want to do. Like we we love hearing it from other people, but we're like, you know, this isn't this isn't who we are. So yeah. that's why we now have this area, which is the bit more trap house crime. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think there's also like it was pretty fast for us to realize that we can rap. Yeah. And we can rap cleverly. Um, we have a lot to say. There's an agenda, which I think most people would take that and put it under like conscious rap. Yeah. And I think we were like, I think people can tell that we are all these things without being so on the nose about all those things. Definitely. I don't think we have to jam it down your throat. So I think it was easier for us to make that leap into trap banger party music where I think a lot more rippity rappers, it's harder for them yeah. to take that step because they're like, but I have to prove that I can rap. And I think we were like, I think people can tell we can rap pretty well. I think people can tell that we're not like dumb. Yeah. So we can go ahead and just like stop worrying about that and just make like really lit music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, thank you for going that route because your live shows are ridiculous. Thank like, you. Thank you. I, I, and I, I am a big fan of live music more so than recorded stuff in, in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. Mm -hmm. The energy that you can feel and I remember at Sled Island last year I you guys were my favorite show of the entire weekend and there were some pretty big names that I saw last weekend. Thank That's very their last sled, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I wasn't the only one. I, I had a couple people with me that were just absolutely blown away. Um, Lyrically, you guys kind of tackle um, sexuality, identity, race, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and you, like you had said, you kind of could be pigeonholed into the, a conscious rap, but I, I really, like you said, feel you don't really go there mm -hmm. explicitly, mm -hmm. but you guys do it in a really clever way. I just, the way you guys write, I was wondering where that comes from and, and just is it really important to you to make sure that you are getting some of that that stuff that's really important to get out there into your into your reps? Mm -hmm. Yes. It it is really important that we're telling a story that's true to our lives and true to our experience because there's a lot of people out there that can relate to it that want to hear it yeah. but they also want to be able to like get fucked up to it. Yeah. That's always been the case for us at least and so putting all of the thematic content of who we are as individuals and sort of what we're trying to do in the world into our music while making sure it's not corny. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it would be more difficult than it is, Yeah. but it really is a matter of just knowing what you're trying to say and not forcing yourself to like map it out yeah. for people and I think when we get the chance to sort of explain some of our lyrics a little bit more and when we're given the chance to like sort of explain it from our point of view or like dissect it for people that are listening they'll probably people that wouldn't normally like understand it right away would probably like take that second to understand where that's coming from yeah but in general it's the process of us writing is usually you know I found the sick beat this is what I wrote. Check it out. Write mm -hmm. a verse. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's fuck it up. That's, that's usually <laughs> the process. Yeah. And like each song has like a different sort of like, it's a different chapter in the story. So like some of them talk a little bit more about where we're from yeah. and telling the story of Chennai in India. And that's yeah. where we're born. And that's what we know. And some of it is about Calgary and who we are in Calgary. Yeah. Some of it is about just like being a player. Yeah fucking around yeah mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um okay so 
Let's move to the massive news at hand. Uh, you just announced that you got signed to the indie juggernaut Sub Pop. Um, first, let me say congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That is so amazing. That is huge. Um, I'm curious about how this all kind of played out and how you managed to to get their attention. Land that deal. It's a lovely story. It's like a nice full circle story yeah. for us. Yeah. It's it's cool. It. It started, I mean, first thing it I started should, years ago yeah. because we've always loved Yeah, Sub we've Pop. always been mm-hmm. on Sub Like, The Shins is one of our favorite bands. Yeah. Like, we've been listening to Sub Pop forever. Yeah. Right? And it, it's one of those, like, labels that have followed us around through, like, our youth into our adulthood. And we've. I, and I by, never and by followed us around. I mean, like, it's been the soundtrack to our lives. Yeah. yeah. They didn't yeah. know who we were. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And it, it's funny how, like, those things come full circle all the time. But Sub Pop. Not all the time. Like, very rarely do no, those see, things see, come full circle. See, I find, like, with us, things come full circle all the time. In a really cool way. Like, yeah. yeah. I would never say blessed. But hashtag blessed. blessed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so we the story of Sub Pop is we were discovered by Ishmael Butler of Shabazz Palaces last year at Sled Island because we were playing at Legion, um, where he was the headliner at the yeah. downstairs stage and we were upstairs and I guess he like caught us, even though his set was like right, right after, after ours. Yeah, he yeah. caught like a chunk of our set. So I think even before when they announced um Sled last year, when the full lineup came out, there weren't really a lot of like hip hop heavyweights. Yeah. There was really just Shabazz Palaces and then later on like Carrie Foe. So And they had Thundercat. Thundercat. Yeah. There was Thundercat. Was yeah. Um but we were like okay so we have like one person to impress here and then the lineup got released and we were like this is so sick that they like put us with shabazz but like too bad like you know we won't be able to really connect with him it seems like odd timing yeah yeah so we played our set and then went down to watch his set and then it was like we saw that he had left like a comment on something of ours like a week later it was like you guys are crazy and we were like no it was it was dope because like so after his set was done everyone like cleared out and then he was kind of just like walking through legion looking like a genie and like (laughs) everyone was kind of like a couple people were like going up to him blah 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 and then like i didn't even know he was like lucid at that moment but like he passed by us and we were like Yo, we love you. You're dope. And like, we were like excited, but we didn't want to be like, oh my God, please, like, yeah. I'm glad. No, so we were just like, you're sick. And we walked away. Yeah. And, and then we uh, tried to score the last steam whistles at the yes. joint. Terrible, terrible yeah. beer. But, yeah. <laughs> so it was like a brief, like, hi bye. And yeah. that's what we thought it was. That's yeah. We were like, we oh, he'll was. never, like, he hasn't heard our music, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So we just left it. And then. A few months later, um, Pork and Leek came out, the video for it, and um, he sent us a message, and he was like, this is really sick, Um, I've been watching you guys since Sled Island, Uh, was wondering if you guys want to, like, he said something which sounded like, maybe we could be, like, a feature on a song or something, like, it was kind of like that, at least, like, we were like, maybe we could get on a song, Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, like, we were like, maybe something like that, and, like, we told our manager and our team, and immediately we were like, oh my god, and then it was like, because what we didn't know at the time was that Ishmael is A&R at Sub Pop, too, and we were just 
excited that someone from Shabazz Palaces was like digging our shit. We were like, oh my god, he like knows our shit. Totally, it's like, a huge compliment. It was insane. Yeah. We were like, oh god, he's messaging us. <laughs> he's emailing us. And then, and then that became like him having more conversations where he was like you know like have you guys thought about working with sub pop and we were like we haven't thought about working with anyone <laughs> yeah like we were like, like i think we were like we'll get signed five years from now yeah. i think that's the timeline we were on because yeah. that's the timeline people are on yeah. in hip-hop right so we were like yeah we'll just like do a lot of things do a lot of shows work really hard and then start like courting labels maybe like a bit later so we were like not at all that wasn't on our radar really at all um but he was like ishmael's dope i think like anyone in music who comes across ishmael is like yeah he's quite the character and he's very chill and he's very personable yeah so he started talking and then like somewhere in there he was like you know we've all heard trapistan and i was like wait what you mean (laughs) everyone it was insane because we were like what do you mean everyone and then he was like yeah like we all heard trapistan thunder heard trap stand yeah and we were like thunder and he was like thundercat and then we were like wait what, what? get away from me that is yeah. insane yeah and then he just starts like name dropping all these people that have heard like stand. huge people and we're like oh my god dude did we even master that properly <laughs> 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 we were like oh shit yeah we we're like we made that in our basement bathroom <laughs> but sure <laughs> It's so crazy. Like, hearing all of those names, like, in the same sentence as, like, Cartel Madras, Trapstead, we were like, oh, shit, yeah, that's, like, Mm -hmm. those are some names, dude. Yeah. insane. It was, I know, we were, and at the time, it was like, now it sounds like we're like, haha, people have heard Trapistand, but at the time, we were really like, holy shit. Like, we did gripping our seats. album in our basement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that happened, and then he was like, you know, we'd love to, I'd love to, bring some people down to see you guys live again and then we were kind of wrapping up a lot of big shows at the time because we were like going into writing songs for our next project um but we had this big alberta spotlight from nmc um which was like something we landed in the fall and we were like this might be a good thing to bring them to Yeah. yeah 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 so then they flew down they flew up they flew up i guess they flew up from seattle saw us um, we took out, we took them out yeah. for like a, a night in the town in Calgary. And I, then like, it was, it was a good time because like, so they came to, they came to the show. They saw the whole show yeah. and like, that's pretty much what sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they, oh, yeah. they had like two execs come, three execs, two execs in a show. Yeah. 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 And then they came, they saw the show. We took them out. They were like, you guys, it was lit. And then like. We did what we always do. We like put on the show and we do our we do our thing. Yeah. And that's what we love to do. Yeah. And we're gonna have fun no matter what or who's there. Yeah. And so it was sick that that resulted in them like very soon after mm-hmm. being like, we want to sign you. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Okay. It was yeah. It was it was dope. And I remember like even at the show it was very like. People were like, because right after people were trying to talk to us, and we we're like, no, where, where the fuck is Sub Pop? We need to we're take like, the milk tiger take lounge. care of Sub Pop. <laughs> nobody one. else knew that this was going well, on. Well, some right? people because Ishmael like looks like you Ishmael. Know, yeah, like, I guess yeah. Like you know, a genie, a yeah. genie. <laughs> like people were like, is that Ishmael Butler? Like people knew it was, was a in really the... insane guest to have yeah. at the King Eddie in Calgary. Chad Van Galen was there. Like we didn't even know, but yeah, it was yeah, like it was really. 
insane. And we were like, oh my god, this is happening so fast. Mm-hmm. And then it was it was interesting because so like they started talking to us about that, and then at the same time, a couple other like labels started approaching us and kind of courting us. Yeah. And so when the time came to like actually make a decision. It was really easy for us to pick sub pop. Yeah. Even though like there was a lot of like heavy artillery coming in yeah. and quite a bit of machinery from these other labels that they were like, look, we got the infrastructure and we're like, you know what? I think I know what we I think we know what we need to do. Yeah. Like it just mm-hmm. makes sense. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, a few months pass back and forth with the contract, blah blah blah, and then we finally we finally signed it and then here we are. Awesome. Here we are, post sled. And uh, so coming back around to SLED this year is yeah. when you announced. Yeah. Exactly. So awesome. Um, so my big question now is what's next? Uh, is that announcement, is that coming with new music? Um, do you guys have anything that, mm-hmm. that we're going to get to look forward to this year? We have we have a project done, I should say that. Okay. Right. Um, so with Sub Pop, it's a, it's a record deal. And I think because we're so young we're kind of trying to decide if it's we should be releasing our album or we should be going with EP, EP, and then album. Yeah. So we have a album the size of Trappistan, sorry, an EP the size of Trappistan done. Yeah. So I think the decision we're going to make basically this month is how we, we want to release, release it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how we want to release it, if we want to add more tracks to it release it as it is yeah kind of stretch it out over the summer but we're hoping to have you know essentially what's part two of project gunda okay. to come out this year hopefully fingers crossed fall <laughs> definitely single will be out by end of summer awesome. yeah like okay. we'll, we'll have like yeah. our singles coming yeah. out like through the summer perfect the interesting thing about you know being signed is like it comes with you know we can't just like be like willy-nilly release our stuff yeah. like there's Definitely. really this like schedule <laughs> and quality control which is good i think yeah. that's how you want to grow as an artist but there's a lot more cooks in our kitchen Definitely. so yeah. you yeah. know there's a whole strategy around how we release but i think we're dying to release new music because we keep writing new music well, we're dying to hear new music we, yeah it's, it's insane because our writing process is like actually we're extremely fast and we keep making new music mm-hmm. yeah. and so like if we were to like open the vault like we have so much stuff yeah. Yeah. that it's just not gonna come out anytime soon yeah and that's, and that's part of the process but there's a lot of stuff that like we really like that's not gonna come out anytime soon yeah. yeah yeah i mean we i guess we released a bunch of demos when we were like cooped up in seattle in the woods which we have now taken down yeah um but like we yeah were, we were really like on a tip when yeah. we were on uh Whidbey Whidbey Island yeah yeah we were there for um it was actually we, we got in because Sub Pop CEO nominated us um and it was this like really exclusive amazing like retreat and it was a songwriter's retreat and okay. we were there for 10 days yeah in this like isolated farm um, and like we each got our own cottage. cottage. It was no, no, it was incredible. Sick. Like you could just write, eat delicious food that's cooked by a chef three times a day. And there were four other artists there. Yeah, there was Tune Yards were... was there. No way. Yeah, yeah. Was there. like little we literally just was there. 
and like it was it was sick because by the end of it we were all like oh my god like we just had this amazing summer camp bonding experience yeah. we're all friends now yeah. it was really dope so we we wrote a lot of music there which we were releasing like as demos wrote yeah. a lot of music there wrote a lot of diss tracks yeah nice. yeah yeah a lot of hateful music i think eventually what we wrote there like it was all kind of under this project called trap detective and i think that will eventually find its way out somehow yeah Yeah. wonderful wonderful um okay there's something that you guys have done and it's we all know about it already Mm -hmm. but it's still kind of almost a secret so at the start of 2019 you guys won 10 grand through Mm -hmm. the tell a story hive grant Mm -hmm. competition for uh making a a music video yeah Mm -hmm. uh you did uh, a video for eric andre yes like rick james um but then it never came out because you, you guys have had this done for a long time. When, when are we going to get to see this thing? It should be okay. So it could be out by the time this is out. Okay, it so could. The official release could. It could. It could. <laughs> it could. Yeah, okay. but it could also be out a few weeks after this comes out. Okay, but it'll be out in the next two months. Well, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's close enough. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of, I mean... Like, that that video is lit. Like, we're extremely happy with it. We had a great team working with us. Yeah. Our directors, Shout Vince out and Austin awesome. and Vince. Amazing. Yeah. They're killer. And then, like, our cameos in that video are mm-hmm. stupid. Like, yeah. I don't even know how we pulled that. We had, like, Vivek Shraya come in, which was amazing because we're good friends with her from before. Yeah. And then we had, like, fucking Katie Lang in yeah. that video. I don't know how we got Katie, but she, sh- yeah. <laughs> she's it's amazing. I know. So she makes, like, a cameo in it. We also had so much, like, trouble with the titling of that video there yeah was a tell big us really like tried to make us change the name and then there's like we found like a loophole kind of like through telus i don't know if we're allowed to say i this, think we can say it through telus it's released as schmerich schmandre <laughs> yeah because they were like you have to change the name it has to be different and we were like okay why? Well, we'll change but to why? Schmandre. But why? Schmandre. and like i know were, right something about a person like it's actually it's like absolutely copyright. not true like i think what god i hope they don't pull our video but <laughs> i think it's like they were worried about like i don't know because it's a real name of yeah. a real person yeah but well, like that's a thing in entertainment totally you can do that all the time yeah right even yeah. sub pops like yeah fuck it keep the name eric andre right yeah but i think talus is like really like oh we have to play it safe yeah, yeah. um so we were and it was almost not the even like that giant corporation exactly yeah. <laughs> gotta play it safe guys. so we were like well we're not going to change the name because it's whack yeah so we'll just change it to schmerich schmandre <laughs> and then like we like told them that like on the day that everything had to be handed in and then they were like Okay, fine. 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 Just do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the other thing you you guys mentioned to me is that you're about to launch into the Indian music market. Mm-hmm. How how is that uh, like? I don't even know what, what that entails. Um, is hip hop is hip hop big in India? Hip hop is having a like a moment. It's a moment. It's okay. blowing up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Indian hip hop is really interesting because like. Even before, like, this current trend of hip-hop because of a particular movie, which will not be named, (laughs) but um, because of this movie that came out uh, this year, last year, something like that. This year? This year. This year, yeah. Um, There's there's been hip-hop in India since a while now, Mm -hmm. and it's just an interesting 
aspect of Indian music that doesn't get enough attention, enough money, yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. And like now, because of like a huge part of it is this movie like bringing a lot of attention to the genre. Yeah. There's a lot more of it happening, but there's always been like some very talented people mm-hmm. and a lot of people working on it. But like we know some people in India that are like making music and they're mm-hmm. from the south, they're in Kerala right now. They're from Kerala and like they're just insane. Yeah. yeah. Like they make some of the best music I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. And they're they're doing pretty well right now, but it's like it's just insane that like all of this had to happen in the north of India for like the south to even like be put on the map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge part of how we want to project our identity into the Indian market by ba- making it very clear that we're from South India, yeah. mm-hmm. where we were born in Madras. Yeah. That's our background. We're not from the North. Yeah. Because any major crossover artist in India is usually North Indian. And, like, we're just not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing. So we, we've connected with quite like we've been on the radar of a few people there and you know with the signing and touring and some of the people that just the scenes we've been following there i think now people are like okay i think you should tour in india yeah and we're like okay how how would that look right so i think one of the things we're working on right now is like when you're breaking into a new country you really do need that single that breaks into that market yeah for sure and we have a few. I think the question is, do we release it as a single? Do we release it on this project? Do we release it separately as a feature? Yeah. Right? And it's like, how do we... Do we want to focus on the South? Do we want to focus on the North? Or everything, right? Yeah. So... Because it's a huge, huge market. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah. It is, like, insane. <laughs> it's like and, and it's, like, very <laughs> enigmatic. Because, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of new Asian, South Asian rappers that are doing like, extremely well. Yeah. And there are lots that are, like, doing really well, like, in Asia in general. But, like, beyond that, it's kind of not really happening unless Mm -hmm. you're talking about, like, 88 Rising. Yeah. Because they're, like, internationally doing very well. But aside from that, like, it's kind of hard for people from outside of those places to break into there and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But everyone we've spoken to here, and by everyone I mean, you know, industry people, decision makers, label people, I think repeatedly what we're hearing is this kind of they're like oh you might be that fit we're looking for to cross over yeah because you have appeal here with western audiences and i think you might have appeal there too yeah right so we're in this interesting spot and i think we don't want to make a move which is like i think whatever we do there like whatever song we release that's focused on india i think it has to be right yeah because like i think if you like fuck up when you're trying to go into a new country like people will make this judgment about you and then like you're fucked yeah right so i think we have to be like doubly strategic on how we go into india yeah but i think everyone that is indian or from that market that's heard our stuff they're like oh this is lit this will work here so it's like now it's about playing those cards right figuring out a tour strategy there um leaning towards early 2020 okay for like a quick little micro india tour cool yeah Um, Speaking of tours, you guys are planning on doing some more touring in 2019, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Is there anything, like, official yet? For Planet Kunda. um, The Planet Kunda tour, yeah. We've got 
upcoming we've got hillside festival in guelph yeah in july we've got um by the blues time fest. yeah blues fest um we would have we we've done, by this time we would have already done 5x in vancouver liquid arts in hamilton and then you know we've finished up sled yeah um so we're we, we kind of released our first wave of tour dates yeah and um we're we're basically shifting to toronto and montreal yeah for the summer yeah um our agency is there feldman so it kind of makes a lot of sense i think for shows in toronto and montreal we haven't announced it yet because i think that's going to be kind of our second wave announcement okay yeah i think we want to have quite a few shows yeah. in both those cities definitely so it i don't know we're excited to do that i'm excited we're excited to really go into toronto and montreal and move through that ecosystem the way we did in calgary yes right yeah i think that's the real challenge yeah can you do what you did in this city in the yeah. next one and i mean in hip-hop inevitably if you are growing as an artist mm-hmm. in popularity you will outgrow the prairies yeah a hundred percent yes um and toronto is the it's the hotbed of it's hip-hop the, yeah, in canada it's the right canadian spot for yeah. hip-hop and like we want that to shift a bit. Like mm-hmm. we want attention to like come back to like Alberta yeah. and, and Calgary because it's like there's a lot of really dope and talented people from here Definitely. that mm-hmm. need more of a platform. Yeah. yeah. And so we do wanna go out east. We wanna like do what we can out there, but we also wanna make sure that like a huge part of our agenda is like bringing eyes back to Alberta. Yeah, representing and Alberta over there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great because you guys have done incredible things in like the the way you guys have risen in in this province is is a- absolutely phenomenal and Thank you. and I, and I love the way that you've always stayed true to to Alberta. So mm-hmm. I think uh, there is incredible talent here that definitely gets missed completely mm-hmm. so. there really is uh, even at sled this year i think that's why there's more yeah. hip-hop in sled this year there's more local hip-hop they're bringing in more hip-hop acts there's a lot of people we know that are on that bill and it's yeah. y- you can see it there's a there's a huge trap scene growing in calgary right now we know quite a few people from edmonton shout out to um, blue cobina we had a show with him yeah, uh, I think dope. last month, really, really strong rapper yeah. coming out of this scene. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting. I think even if we go to Toronto and Montreal, I think we really want to continue being branded as these, you know, rappers from Calgary by way of Madras. Yeah. I think that can't change. I don't think we want to go there and be like Toronto, Toronto rappers. Because yeah. like, we don't, don't sound like Toronto rappers. Yeah, and we're definitely. not. Like, we're, like, we'll go there. We obviously want to, like, get influenced by the people that are there and, like, change up a bunch of stuff too yeah. but at the end of the day like we want to be extremely clear about where we're from yeah because that's why we're doing what we're doing and we also want to make it more of an option for people back home yeah that are thinking about becoming musicians that are musicians we want it to be something that people don't have to hesitate as much about because right now if you're in toronto like your decision to become an artist there's a lot less steps to coming to that conclusion than I think it is here. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're from here, it's very much like, do I do this? Do I get a job? Do I go to school? Here's my, the career that I've had working. Yeah. And this is how I'm making money. And then on the side, I do a little bit of the music gig. Yeah, yeah. But I want it to be so that more people can just choose to do music and pursue it in a serious way. Yeah. Which just means that... 
the arts need to be better funded in Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we've talked quite a bit, um, but uh, we still want to try to get to the rapid fire, okay. which excited. is uh, just kind of some fun questions to get to know you. Um, maybe a little bit better as people. Okay. So the first one is typically the hardest. What album sparked your love of music? Okay. I guess we, I mean, we've been obsessed with music since we were children. Yeah. Like really, really young. So maybe it would actually have to be Indian for me. It would have to be an A.R. Rahman album. Probably they'll say by A.R. Rahman. Okay. I think like when I was, I think growing up, I think like the Love Supreme by John Coltrane was something that not only like made me kind of approach music differently, but also made me like be a better musician, take piano more seriously, yeah. practice, <laughs> stuff like that. Awesome. Uh, what's your current musical obsession? All the boys coming out of South Florida, they're really yeah. killing it. Yeah. Like, Puya, Booby Ludavelli, Ramirez, Suicide Boys are from New Orleans, I'm pretty sure, but they're sort of in the same family. Ghost Mane's fucking sick, Denzel Curry's lit. Yeah. I'm really on that tip. Nice. I would have to agree with her on that. I think those guys have really, really been a part of our sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think right now, every year I get re-obsessed with Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Bandana is <laughs> coming out. It's my it's wallpaper. Be, I created it on sick. my drive here, my wallpaper on Canva. <laughs> but um, it's coming out at the end of June. And I think like every time Freddie Gibbs drops an album, yeah, we like we revisit really and we're like, how should we rap now? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh, burgers or pizza? Shit. Burgers. I don't like either of the above all that much, okay. which might be a controversial opinion. I love both of those, but I'm going to say burgers because I really like meat. Fair. I will say... You can pizza. say neither. I can it's say a, neither. It's a, neither. totally allowed. Neither. Yeah. Neither. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. coffee. How do you take it? Black. Black. Alcohol or marijuana? Alcohol. Alcohol. Drink of choice? Gin. Gin. As you uh, sip whiskey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> really good whiskey from our host. What's the best thing to happen to you on stage? Mosh pit? Yeah, like moshing. Like when we jump off the stage yeah. and we go into the mosh, yeah. that's always a hoot. Yeah. People tend to not expect that. We just get fucked up. It'll yeah. usually happen like mid verse, like she'll be in the middle of the verse, but okay, bye. <laughs> like yeah. I'll somehow come back. I'm hoping to crowd surf at sled. So if that has happened by the time this comes out, that will be the best thing. Nice, nice. Uh, what's the worst? Ooh, mm. energy killer song. Energy killer songs. Doing songs that we like before our set used to be completely different, and it used to have a lot of stuff that's not released or has been deleted off SoundCloud. Yeah. And people, some people really liked those songs. I'm like, oh my god, do that song where you guys sing, and it's like. Please don't make us sing. Yeah, <laughs> it is a when people stand pain still, in my I think, and it's like they're enjoying it, but it's like that's not what the music is for. So yeah. I think that's always weird. How many pets do you have, and what are their names? We have a family One. dog named Theodore. Yes. Theodore. He's like super fat. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's, he's doing pretty well right he's now. Okay he's okay now. Old. He has yeah. an exclusive diet of rotisserie chicken. <laughs> it's just so insane. So it's so insane. Uh, what's the strangest job you've ever had? I, oh, I have a good one. When I was hustling a few years ago, <laughs> um, I was sticking dentine ice stickers on bathrooms in pubs <laughs> along the side of Calgary. My friend was like, we're going to give some guy a thousand bucks to do this to 200 bathrooms. And I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was a speech and debate coach. Speech and debate coach? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> 
What was your favorite childhood toy? I still have it. It's a little bunny. Yeah. I call it Bun Bun. Uh, it's extremely old. I've had it since I was three. <laughs> I think I was a big fan of Polly Pockets. Polly Pockets. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> My it's, sister it's, loved those. No, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's like, I think it actually says a lot about you and like OCD and like having a weird tick. But I do really like Polly Pockets. If you could open for any artist on the planet, who would it be? Mm. Heck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. I think Mm-mm-mm. it would I think it would be Freddie Gibbs. Yes. Yeah. That's the dream. Okay. Yeah. What's the best Canadian city to play? Montreal was the best for yeah, us. Yeah, Montreal's so far. lit. Yeah. Fucking dope. Mm-hmm. What's the worst? <laughs> Should I say? You can say Edmonton if Edmonton. No, 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 no. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say I Lethbridge. Have a good vibe oh. in Edmonton. Probably Lethbridge. Yeah, probably Lethbridge. That's fair. It is. I mean, it is to be farm honest, country it's, down it's there. It's actually, based. it's actually Calgary. I played my worst show. Worst remember? In Calgary. Yeah, really? Yeah. Cause Cause like, hmm. We've had dope shows in Calgary. Like yeah. we always have a good time now, but like, ooh, it's it's been touch and go at times. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. What's your biggest pet peeve? When people actively try to not get along with me. Really? <laughs> people do that? Jerks. I always can tell what's Jerks. happening. I'm like, yo, come on. I know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is about, but you got to chill. I think when people are really picky with food, yo, Picky with that. food, that's whack. Yeah. Unless, like, I'm sorry if you have, like, something that prevents you from eating certain yeah. things. That's different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess picky with food really sucks. Yeah. Shout out to my mother-in-law who doesn't like <laughs> my cheese. My own mother. My own mother. <laughs> yeah. Give me one of your bucket list items. It's weird because I think once you become a rapper, you're like, I'm really doing I'm it all right now. Like it's it's I'm really like, I'm living my best life. I'm loving every second of it. Bucket list item. I guess you know what I would love to like make so much money one day that I can like fly my all my friends out on vacation with me to like That'd a resort sweet, yeah. and we're just like there making music for a month. Yeah. That would probably be one of those things I fantasize about all the time. Awesome. Yeah. That's a great one. Horse racing. One of many, but that's let's go with that. <laughs> like I want to be be a horse, like be a, a horse, or be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to bet in horse racing. I want to bet in on a, in a horse race. Yeah. You want to bet on horses. Yeah. That's super easy to do. Yeah. You can do that on your way home tomorrow. Gambling is an extremely dangerous thing for us to do. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we'll stay away from the races. Um, if you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? Yes, but it would have to be like really casual. None of us would have had to plan it. Yeah. It just sort of happened. Yeah. It, that's always we ran into a, uh, someone we really really fuck with in 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 Rotterdam, Rotterdam. Yeah. just two weeks ago and it was sick and it we was just like, like hung out went to a party it was yeah we were like dope. oh you are You're someone here? that we <laughs> really care about yeah so that would be lit cool okay mm-hmm. okay I got one last question before we uh, play a song say goodbye if you just found out you were the very last person on earth what's the first thing you would do probably something really cringy and whack <laughs> that. Only is this, I is can this like do. a time free situation or is yeah. everyone just gone? Everyone's gone. Everyone's just just humans, just people. I guess I'd like fuck around till I'm bored and then find a way to die. <laughs> like <laughs> find a way to die. <laughs> like because like Well I would you know, it's so sad because like you have no one to party with. Mm-hmm. Money has no value anymore, yeah. but you still can't break into a lot of things because it's all locked up. There's yeah. nothing you can do. There's nothing to I'd eat a lot of food. 
yeah, I'd like score some Wagyu beef. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of food. Just mow down on some beef. Yeah, we yeah. just really get that good steak going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Contra Eboshi, thank you so much for joining me on Inside the Artist Studio. Uh, we usually end with a song. Um, we're going to play something off of Trapistan, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which mm-hmm. song are we going to play? We're going to play Red Notice, which is the first song off Trapistan, our favorite song off Trapistan. My shirt when I dance, I function up with no plan. I'm good alone and I don't need no man, and I get fucking drunk when I can. You seem well hung for a stand. What is the span of your dick that is still in my hand? Do what you can, keep me around, you get a wristband, I'll make him chant. Bitch, I'm super sore, dude, I got no front on 24k on my neck when I start now. Go ahead and peep my shit, get a rundown. Pull up to my show, now you know how I dick down. Gotta go soon, so I gotta get the dick down. Gonna for the number one spot, make you real loud. Go ahead and show me what you got, make your mom proud. Get your head down, you know that I was just driving at night. That I would just move with some shit I'm gonna swear that I busted a light I'm gonna swear I did not see that bitch No, no risk for no flight But I still look for a snitch I just be caught up in hype Maybe this all just a glitch Maybe this all just a glitch I'm the jiggy motherfucker with my nails done, boo I'ma curve you on your roster Then I'll curve your bitch too I'm a different kind of rapper So proficient, never proper You could bump into my type Which is cheating on you All the boys around me too afraid to say what up I prefer a player but a fucking funny slut up Fuck a corny come up I'ma fuck your little nut up Spit it if you can If you can't, shut the fuck up Fuck with my dress if you dare Bitch, if you see now a flare Boy, you a toy and I know you be scared Royalty Roman, you know it be rare Rappers, they think it's unfair Fat people soft like Claire. Bitch, be from India Fuck with my dress if you dare Bitch, be from India Fuck with my dress if you dare Bitch. Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The feature track was played with permission from Cartel Madras. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at marlowrecords.com. Inside the Art Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.